Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks. And we continue on. I still have brother Kevin with me. We're, uh, we're going to crank on to another week together and, uh, we're allowing old Miss Stephanie and the kid, not old. I, I don't want to use the term old here. I don't mean that she's much younger than I am, uh, but we're allowing Stephanie with her eight children just to have a little bit of time this summer. I got some pictures today. They're in an amusement park. I, you know, I'm not an amusement park guy anymore, Kevin. i got to be up front with you. I just I started getting a little bit dizzy somewhere along the way this year. I never had a problem my whole life. Hmm. And now, you know, maybe I'm just the guy that just doesn't ride rides anymore. I don't know. You have to watch the young people do it. Yeah, I do some roller coasters, though. But anyway, folks, as we move along, we're so glad to have the opportunity to come across your broadcast and be with you. Folks, we want to remind you, if there's something we can do to help you, make sure you grab a hold of us, uh, a little message there on Helpful Wounded Spirits, or maybe you want to write me a note at Doug at WoundedSpirits.com. We'd love to talk to you. We'd love to talk to you about the whole ministry. Uh, look at it in a hole, maybe do a Zoom call or a phone call. and uh, So make sure you get a hold of us. We'd love to talk to you. So we start off every day. You guys are familiar with this. We're, and, and boy, we morphed, Kevin. You, I don't know if you ever listened to us earlier on, but we went to, you might be a knucklehead if, we, yeah. we, we had all kinds of gyrations of this particular podcast. And we settled into a good groove, I think, about two, three months ago now. And, you know, it only took us a couple years in for this to happen, but... Uh, we're in a good groove where we talk about a characteristic of PTSD every day. Something we go through, a word that's familiar to us, a word that drives us crazy, a word that we wish wasn't out there, uh, things like that. That's what we talk about. We want to be relevant. We want to be talking about what you folks are going through, how we can help each other. More importantly, how God can help you. And uh, so today's word is trauma. So we know a couple things about PTSD. In order to have PTSD, you have to have a trauma. So a trauma causes PTSD. It may be an accident, maybe molestation, maybe some type of abuse, maybe witnessing something. And, and boy, I could go on and on and on. And, uh, and you guys know, and multiple traumas give you multiple PTSD or what they call complex PTSD. It's more than one thing coming against you and causing PTSD. So trauma is a big deal. So for instance, my trauma, Willie Vernon Watson died in my arms in El Paso there. And, uh, Hey, his blood went down my mouth as I tried to give him mouth to mouth and CPR. That's one of my traumas. It's real. I can still taste his blood. It had a tingy steel kind of taste to it. And I had been involved in several things where people had died in my arms, but nothing like the Willie thing had an effect on me other than the Willie thing. So your trauma. So trauma is a big word. And uh, it's good to know your trauma because tomorrow we're going to talk about the word trigger. But it's good to know your trauma because then you'll know what your triggers are. You know what to start looking for. So if you got something that may be causing you to have PTSD, hurt, turn your heart sideways, life seems weird, everything seems upside down, figure out what that trauma is. What causes? What's the thing that I think of? What's the thing that I dream about? We'll be talking about that later this week. What's that thing that I go back to? Where did this all come 
come from. So traumas matter, folks. So uh, I want you to know that that's something we pay attention to, but we know that these traumas, we know that God can help you with them. Casting all your care upon him, he careth for you. know, he no man careth for my soul, but Christ careth for mm. our soul, brother. Amen. What are you thinking about this trauma thing, Kevin? What's on your mind? Well, I'm thinking about, you know, Jesus, it says uh, he was he was bruised for our, you know, our iniquities yeah. and, you know, trauma when, when my, my son's an EMT and uh, he was an army medic, but he's in the civilian world. He's an EMT and as an army medic, he was more of a, um, uh, whatever the next grade above an EMT is. I can't remember what a paramedic, but you know, you deal with people that are just busted, crushed, broken, bruised, um, and, and, and he loves that. I mean, he loves to get in and help people that are just wrecked. Just there's, you know, if they're going to be saved, he wants to be in that impact moment of, of that person is going to die because they are just smacked and, and ruined. But uh, he can do something to help. And I think about that. I think about how we all have in our, in our lives, probably if we've lived any point of time as yeah. an adult or even as a child now, um, that point of impact, that we're, we just got wrecked. And we have to deal with it. Like Job, you know, he woke up one morning, things were fine. He had a great business, a great, huge family, <clears throat> and he was living for God. And then, boom, everything just changed all at once. And that's the way it is, I'm sure, with many of the listeners today. Yeah, and and you know, boy, you folks know this as well as anybody. Man, it can come out of nowhere. You know, you're you're just living a normal, uh, wonderful life, and and uh, man, everything's okay. But you know, we got to remember a couple things about this trauma. We got to remember that we're going through this for a reason, and the reason is we talked about this a week ago. But the the reason's simple. You know, we go through these trials so that we can learn. And there's a couple things that happen. We go through trials for two reasons, I think. One is to get closer to God. If we're not saved, get saved. Get closer to God. Have a relationship with God that's that's awesome. That's unbelievable. Life changing. And uh, the second reason is to help other people have a relationship with God that's awesome. That's great. That's life changing. And, and so it's really important that we understand that. We understand that, you know, uh, this trauma happened for a reason to bring God glory and honor. And I know it's tough, and I know it's upside down in your life, and I know things seem weird, but, but God's got you. He says, come on to me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And, and uh, take my yoke upon you, learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. And, mm. you know, sometimes we, Brother Kevin, we can get caught up in those traumas. We can we can forget that it's easy to go to God. We can forget that it's easy to call Christ. It's easy to yoke up with Him and get us through those days. It's easy. And, and it's the hardest, easiest, easiest, hardest thing you'll ever do. And I, you say, Doug, that makes no sense to me. Well, you got to step out and do something about it. You know, and I'm telling you, some folks never want to make a decision. I have friends of mine, they can't make a decision. If you gave them one option, they couldn't make a decision. But when it comes to God, I mean, you, yeah, sorry to make you laugh there, brother, but I have friends like that. It's true. Know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know people like yep, that. You know, you know, your choice is curtain number one. Which one would you like? I, I don't know, man. This is hard. Yeah. Uh, but listen, God's not hard. And, uh, you know, come on to him. Go on to him, folks. All ye that labor and are heavy laden. The word heavy, whenever you use it, you're talking depression, going through bad times, yuck. 
But you know what? God's got you. His yoke is easy. So, folks, that's trauma. Tomorrow we'll talk about triggers. Now, we're over here in Proverbs chapter 19, and we've made it to verse number 21. It's a good verse. It said, there are many devices in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the counsel of the Lord that shall stand. So if you read that, you know, I, I think about that. There's many, many things uh, and uh, in our hearts. There's many things that are, I guess, I guess what I'm trying to say, folks, and, and brethren, is listen, we can, we can come up with all kinds of things. We can certainly get in the way of things. We, can, we have uh, devices in our hearts. We have thoughts. We have plans. We have well-laid-out things. We have everything we want to do. A little while ago, uh, Brother Kevin and I were talking about what we want to do with the Lord, and, but, but, but we're trying to get his feedback. We, we're, we're trying to get him to lead us in those things. Mm. But there's so many devices, Kevin. There's so many things that get in the way. There's so many things that are ugly. And uh, what think you? I, as I'm thinking about this scripture, brother, concerning trauma, I, <sighs> I think about how, you know, it's very easy to come up with our own plans for our own healing. Yeah. But a wise person doesn't go to the doctor and say, hey, I've been, I've been on Google and, and I've, yeah. I've, I've got it all figured out. Let me tell you what I need. The doctor is going to be, you know, really, you could say he's hindered. Because a doctor, a good doctor, has been down this road. He's been, I mean, he's experienced a lot of patients with your problem. And he's not just going off of uh, Google. He's going off of uh, what, you know, what he knows. So um, there's a lot of things in a man's heart. I think about, you know, if, if I've been through some trauma, some things, you know, I just think about the points of impact, the things that I've experienced that that hurt the most, the things that caused me to say, Lord, my decision maker is busted. I don't even know where to go about this. I, and, and if I did, I'm not sure it'd be the right decision. How can I figure these things out? So at that point, I need to say, Lord, you know, what kind of, you know, what are the things that I'm leaning on that I'm apt to be maybe a little bit deceived about? Am I, am I going to be leaning on some kind of a psychology thing? Because you hear about some things that sound real good and, and, you know, they, 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 they have a good, um, they, they sound authoritative, but you're like, you know, it just sounds a little bit new agey. Lord, is that one of the devices that's in a man's heart? Because I want the counsel of the Lord. That's going to be 10 years from now, 20 years from now, that's what's going to be effective. So I'm just, um, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm all over trying to say, Lord, you know, the big picture. I sure don't. And not even my, you know, friends and my, my family, you know, really know what you know. So send me the right, you know, information to begin with. Yeah. You know, it's in the nature of men and women to make plans. It's in our, and we should, you know, and, uh, but we got to seek God's wisdom and path and structure and, you know, leading exactly what you said. We, we want that 10 years down the road to be what God has for us. He has a plan for our lives. He has an expected end and, uh, boy, we need to follow that. And, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes the Lord just changes things. You know, I got to tell you, it's a journey as a Christian and, and, and man, that journey sometimes is a roller coaster. You know, sometimes there's ups and downs, but I'm telling you the some of the best roller coasters I've ever been on have the longest fall. You know, when you get to the bottom and man, you got a big smile on your face and you're living good. Sometimes God, 
Boy, his trials, sometimes his journey, some of those junk we go through. Man, I told you guys, it's the university of pain. It's the university of hurt. It's the university of PTSD. But when God confers that degree, we go out and help others. When God confers that degree, we're able to smile again. When God confers that degree, we live again. We're, we're happy. And uh, that's the God we serve. Hey, let's take a couple seconds here and let these stations identify themselves, maybe play a message or two. Boy, I love serving God, brother. I, I'm here to tell you, I am so glad that I followed his path. You know, I had a plan. I was going to retire from the Army as a Sergeant Major. Done. I was going to go be a government worker and belong to the local church there in town and double dip and all that. But God's like, nope. Nope, that's not happening. And uh, we got a job for you. I'm so thankful he said that. Look at number 22. I think it goes right along with it. It says, the desire of his man of a man is his kindness, and a poor man is better than a liar. Boy, I'm telling you, you know, there's not a lot, but uh, I think one of the highest virtues that a person can have, one of the great characteristics that a person can have, that a godly person has, something that stands out and shows them true, I, I believe that's kindness. I believe that. I mean, it's desired by others. You know, one of the things I used to do is interview people in the army or for to be contractors or something like that. And I'll tell you, kindness has an attractiveness about it. You can't change. Mm. Kindness has an attractiveness that makes a difference. Uh, loving people, being kind to people, caring for people. And uh, but then it talks about a poor man is better off than someone who runs around lying. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm going to tell you what. I, I, we're all liars, you know, it's there, uh, you know, but I got to tell you, a man that lives as a liar, a lady that lives as a liar, that's a terrible place to be. You're better off being poor. You're better off being on the street, Kevin, mm, than being true. a liar. Yeah. You're better off with a sleeping bag and a can of Maxwell house yeah. than a mansion and lies. Amen. Amen, brother. Well, you know, that verse where it talks about the desire of a man is his kindness that's kind of, uh, to, to me, almost uh, uh, a blanket description of, you know, our kindness is oftentimes rooted in just a little bit of selfishness because the yeah. desire of a man makes us kind. You're, we are kind to people oftentimes because, you know, we realize if we're not, it's going to come back and bite us. And that's why older people are kinder than young people because young people are, they just don't know that just being a cavalier you know, uh, chip on your shoulder person is going to get you beat up. So, um, like you said, the school of, of uh, university of suffering makes us recognize, you know, if we're going to be kind. But on the other hand, there's the warning on the other side of the road that don't go over to lying. Don't, don't be a, um, you know, kind of these glad-handing guys that are just saying what people, you know, I'm going to be kind and, and uh you know, uh, uh, overpromise and underdeliver, and just say whatever it takes, and be patronizing to, to you know, gushingly flattering. You know, because that that worketh ruin, and it's uh, you're a liar if you do that. So, kindness is kind of like the, the the just like you said, it's so attractive, and you can tell someone that's kind because they really care about you. And maybe they've learned how to care because it's 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 bit them when they didn't care. But I want to be that kind of person. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. That's where my head's at. That's where my heart's at. That's what we should strive for. And uh, and then we, you know, we look at this other verse here. I love verse number 23. The fear of the Lord tendeth to life. And he that hath it shall abide satisfied. 
he shall not be visited with evil. And uh, boy, I like that. You know, it's like the fear of the Lord, it like leads to life. You know, God gives us not only life, he gives us life more abundantly. And, and it's going on and it's talking about that, you know, the, the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. We, we know the Bible teaches us that. And the fear of the Lord is to know that he alone controls us. He, he knows the before and the after times of our habitation, according to Acts 17. But yeah. we don't walk around like scatty cats or as we used to say up in New Did you hear New England and New York in there when I said scatty cats? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a little bit there. Cats, yeah. Scatty cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Stephanie was here, she'd make fun of that right now. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> I'm a Yankee. Uh, we, don't, we don't run around living that way. You know, the fear of the Lord is knowing that He is God and we're not. Amen. And that we should be living by him. And it's the beginning of wisdom, the Bible says. It just it just goes on. And and, and those, you know, you know, there's a satisfaction uh that comes with serving God. There there's a uh it's it's bigger uh than anything we can get from this world. And we should abide satisfied. It shall not be visited with evil, you know, because we're sold out for God. We're bought in, we trust him, we've given him our souls, and you know what? Evil's not going to come around, brother. We're sealed with the Holy Spirit of God. Amen. What are you thinking, brother? Oh, my soul. I'm thinking of uh, so many things. This, um, this idea that um, the fear of the Lord is, it, you know, it says it tendeth to life, and you said it's the beginning of wisdom. Um, the idea of, you know, if let, let's just say I've been traumatized. Let's say I've been traumatized by an abuser in my life. One of the most basic things is to begin to say, you know what? I need to fear God first. And if that means I have to confront an abuser or seek advocacy, yeah. because if that abuser is like abusers tend to be, stronger than me, you know, first of all, in the fear of the Lord, I say, Lord, um, you are the one that is stronger, first of all, than him. Secondly, he's stronger than me. It's kind of like if I was being attacked by the devil himself, I would first of all say, God, I cannot face him. And then secondly, I would try to get other people in tune with God. So um, if if that means I got to call the police, uh, turn in the abuser, you know, that, that comes, didn't you think, from fear of the Lord because, yeah. uh, oh my, I'm afraid that, you know, he's threatened me that he's, you know, he's, he's told me that he's going to hurt my family if I turn him in. Well, wait a minute. This is not too big for God. And it's going to take me with bravery because I fear God more than I fear this person to take some proactive steps to end this thing. Yeah. That's the good side of it. You know, there, there's good benefits that come out of a great loving, obedient relationship with God. And among them are exactly what Brother Kevin just said is uh, uh, is the ability to care, the ability to do the right thing, the ability to say, hey, I don't care if this hurts me. We're going to take care of this person. I love that example. We're going to do what's right. We're, you know, we're going to look at, you know, folks, there's so much crazy. We've been watching the internet lately. We all have. And you can see the abuse that goes on across all culture. It's not just a church. It's not just a school. It's not just, I mean, it's everywhere. You know, there's two pages of our paper filled here in, in the Greenville, South Carolina paper every single day with terrible things that go on with folks. But, you know, when we have God, when we have the fear of the Lord and we see something like that, we say, wait a minute. I'm not turning my head here. You know, uh, Romans 13 is in the Bible. 
I do need to get a hold of the authorities. I do need to make sure this human being is going to be all right. And, and, and God, and God at that level, and even at a small level, even at a minute rubber hit the road level, you know, we're thinking about speeding or doing something right. And the fear of God's like, no, man, you know, that Holy Spirit of God starts talking with us and say, you need to, you need to get right in here. You know, this is what I have for you. And, and folks, I'm so excited about the opportunity to talk about these things in trauma. And I know that some of you listen to me today, you know, you know what trauma is firsthand, but brethren, you know, as we start to remember, know your trauma or traumas that cause your PTSD. Because when we talk tomorrow, we're going to talk about how they get triggered, how they come back, they're alive for you, how you can have bad dreams about them the day after, how you can have flashbacks, how all those different things can go on. It's so important that you sit down and say, okay, why, you know, why do I have PTSD? Why do I deal with the things I go through? Sit down, write them down. Some of you, you know, you lived with some pretty bad people. Some of you fought against some pretty bad people. Some of you, whatever the case may be, ended up hurt, ended up abused, ended up in that bad place. Well, sit down and and write it down and pray about it. Pray line for line with God. His, you know what? Those who are heavy laden, man, uh, where do they go? Got to go to him for rest. You got to go. You got to go. That heaviness comes, friends. It's heavy. It's heavy to have PTSD. We sure do love you folks. Listen, we'd love to have the opportunity to talk with you a little bit about our ministry here. So make sure you write me at Doug at WoundedSpirits.com or grab a hold of us at Helpful Wounded Spirits. We'll make sure we give you a call, maybe set up a Zoom, something like that. I don't know, but we'll do something. I want you to think about a couple things as you're going through this summer. I want you to think about make sure you're doing your Bible reading. Make sure that you're up to date on that. There's a lot of different programs you can do. I personally listen to the Bible read to me while I read it. That's what I do now. I guess that's the old guy mode. I still get to read the Bible. And at the same time, you know, heaven, you know, brother Kevin, I suffer from ADHD, OCD, and DUMB. I mean, I gotta be, (laughs) I gotta be able to have more and it's okay to have somebody to have Alexander Scorby or, 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 you know, or Darth Vader reading along with you. Praise (laughs) God. It's okay. And uh, and James Earl Jones. Yeah, James Earl Jones. (laughs) It's okay to sit up. And we just know that because we started at a distance at an airport one time. I'm your father. uh, Yeah, I'm your father. Sit down. (laughs) Anyway, hey, we love you folks. Get a hold of us. Doug at WoundedSpirits.com and Helpful Wounded Spirits page. Please listen to every word Brother Eric's got to say. You know, day after day, we play that same script at the end so that you can know for sure you're going to heaven. There's nothing more important than that, my dear brothers, my dear sisters. Listen to that. Make sure you got that right. If you do got it right, listen so you can share it with someone else. Listen, we'll talk to you guys real soon. We hope you have a great day. Smile with a smile that only God can give you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth, and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, 
and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.